mic check failed. Check. 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 Check, please. Check, please. Can I get the check? Check. Wait, is that what it's called? Check Pilsner. Yeah. Um, when you're asking for the bill? Kind of. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's, I don't know if it's regional or if it's just, um, what's the word? No, it's not, re- it's, no, yeah, everyone says, can I have the check? Okay. No one says, can I have the bill? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I thought so hard about that. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel. I literally every time I say, "Can we get the check?" <laughs> I think it's just because I I overthink it and, and think it's not really a check. Do you know Do you know which episode number? But it is? does say on the thing. It usually says "guest check." If you get like the old school the ones that they write on, it says "guest check," and they're like numbered, stamped. Why does it Why does it specify guest? Guest check. Can we give the host a check? No. No. You have to print new ones. It's like impossible. if I, but if Maybe I, that's what they were trying to prevent. If I came in with a host check, I could put it on the table. There wouldn't be any confusion. Would they, they wouldn't think it was mine. Would they cancel out? You got a guest check? Yep. And a well, host here's check. your host check. Yeah. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> I've never played Pokemon. I assume that's how it works. It's, that's not how it works. Some numbers. There isn't a host or a. There's numbers that can fall out. Maybe. There are types that are weak to each other. Or not to each other, but um, two different types. Are there numbers? There are numbers, yes. Okay. And types. Most games are a numbers game. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Card games. Just all card games? Numbers. <laughs> yeah. There's a card game called Win, Lose, Banana. But... I don't think that has any numbers in it. Okay. Someone wins, someone loses, someone else is the banana. Do you keep score or is it just done? It's just over. I think it's just over. Okay. <laughs> Sounds quick. <laughs> it is. Um, cool. It's been three months. I wow. Since we've seen each other. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know about that. So... Well, at least since we've heard each other. Right. <laughs> Truly heard each other. Right. Um, Most of the time, I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. Right. Until I don this uh, podcast persona. What was that? What? <laughs> um, so do you think we still have our, our, our huge swath of listeners? Oh. Or have they just gone into their podcast app and said, oh, they're probably done with that. Let's just... Right. Let's just unsubscribe. Put that in the trash. I guess we'll find out with the Amazon bill. Yeah. Yeah, it's been rather low lately. <laughs> in the uh I want to say 30 cents range. Wow. Um I mean, which has been nice. That's, that's higher that's than been the <laughs> higher than zero. It's been really nice to um only pay up be able, to, be able to relax our expenses <laughs> and, and not like yeah, fret about that, you know. We can stop tightening the purse strings and stuff. Yeah. I mean, $2 a month. Yeah. Adds up. To four dollars every two months. <laughs> Twenty-four dollars a year. Yep. That's a fucking LastPass subscription. There you go. Right there. Or or uh Hunchbig. Host Hunchbig. Subscription. Yep. Cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> so 
how how have the last three months gone? I, I don't remember. You don't, um, you don't remember. I uh, I had a baby. And yeah. By, by I had a baby. I mean, a baby was born. Mm-hmm. My wife was the one who. <laughs> that sounds like a like a hymn or a carol. <laughs> a baby was born. Um, okay. Yeah. So now there's two two children. I was not aware of this. Okay. So that's if you could. That's hilarious because fill you, me in. You named the previous podcast "Happy Birthday, Daniel." Oh, see, that's how long ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. There's sort of one major thing that he does, which is sound like he's drowning. <laughs> when you said he doesn't do much, I was going to say has he met expectations? But he he's. Has he exceeded them? He's or? definitely exceeded expectations. As yep. in, I wasn't expecting to uh, be so neurotic about mm-hmm. him dying. Right. And he's definitely exceeded those expectations. <laughs> okay. Um, but he's okay. He's okay. I, I should say, as I'm like giggling along to this, I yeah. do know about this. And I know that it's not... <laughs> A real problem. It's not a yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. So As I'm like, oh, I've never heard of your baby. That I'm just like, oh, he sounds like he's dying. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, yeah. So most nights, um, although this has become less frequent of recent days, I think he's growing out of it. Mm. God, I hope he's growing out of it. Yeah. Um, he decides to wake up with a like gurgling noise, um, like a, <laughs> and then gasp for breath. Yep. Uh, I'd actually appreciate it if you gasped for breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And then silence, which is the which is the word. The oh, this third... is like Radio Lab. Now we have like sound effects. Yeah. Like the first two steps are manageable. Yeah. Like the the gurgling and the like. Okay. Like I. You almost wouldn't mind if he cried at that point. Oh yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Like oh okay, he's just upset. He's, yeah. And, you obviously, know, that sounds. Can't ups- explain it, but he's a baby. <laughs> that so. sounds upsetting. Like the the noises he's making. And then the gasping for breath. Like, oh my god, I couldn't breathe, now I can. Phew. So, how old is he? Um, three months. Okay. So, yeah, death gurgle. Death. That's the standard, like, death gurgle time. What? Um, so, d- d- it'll d- be another couple pa- weeks. Paige never did death gurgles. Did <laughs> uh, Dylan? No. No. <laughs> I'm just joking because there's all these milestones right yeah. it's like oh yeah yeah yeah. that that's fine it's completely fine which is mo- most things you like look i'm like oh they're four months okay there's the sleep regression uh, here and there's the we blah 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 so just recorded the death gurgles um <laughs> i think we have a title already <laughs> because we were nervous about it um next hunch pig i will bring the recording Ooh. so we can play it okay. or actually i'll send it to you you can add it post <laughs> okay <laughs> I won't tell the listeners where it'll be. It's just, <laughs> they have that to look forward to. They can live, yeah, yeah they can experience the horror that I experience most yeah. nights. Or maybe um, I'll just wait a few episodes and like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Give them a reason to to come back. <laughs> um, anyway, she recorded it. We played it to a doctor and the doctor's response was that those are just the sounds your baby makes, which we didn't find yeah, I think you knew Helpful. that. I think, you, <laughs> yeah. I think that was something that you knew. Huh. There's nothing to be done. How much was that copay? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Um, but that's good, right? <laughs> but it's not something, yeah, solvable, right? Right. Yeah, is that good? I don't know. It's conflicting, right? Because you want to, yeah. On one side, you're like, well, if it was just a small thing, and we knew that that was why it was happening, and then we could fix that somehow, then that's that's okay, right? Um, but it's also okay if it's just like, but yeah, I mean, that's like, that's like, it. that's like I have asthma. Mm-hmm. That's like the doctor saying, oh, those asthma attacks are just the things that Matt does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I think you're saying it's chronic. That's, <laughs> yeah, I understand. We should get all the uh, Daniel cards that I have here out of the way. I have one more mm-hmm. Daniel card, unless there's something you want to talk about concerning my son. Uh, he doesn't do much. I'll have to check the backlog because it's been a while. Okay, uh, so he... Um, Jess from Massachusetts has been asking me for days to tell you something. Okay. It's a pun. Great. I keep forgetting to tell you. Yep. Um, I think she might be going insane <laughs> because she's stuck at home <laughs> <laughs> with a death gurgle baby. <laughs> what's, uh, what's my pun excuse? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he peed in the bath twice. Mm-hmm. And then he got out and was very calm getting out the bath. It's the first time he's gotten out of a bath and not cried. Mm-hmm. So Jess texted me that she thought he was relieved. Relieved. She thought he was relieved. I'm immediately thinking of trees, like putting leaves, leaves, <laughs> leaves. Isn't relieved like a thing? Trees. Like I'm going to go relieve myself. Oh, relieved. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, she's gonna beat me for that delivery. Uh, no, it was probably, it was probably fine. I I don't know why I went to trees. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jess, um, you. Yep. for calling our pun hotline. Um, we're always accepting puns, great jokes like that. Great. <laughs> cool. Cool. Is that? I mean, there's so many things. So many. Um, I am basically a professional brewer now. Yes. Not really, but, I, I, um, I fucking, yep. Have we, we've spoken about the grandfather, but we haven't spoken about the taps that we built. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, instead the, the first hunch pig, um, group project, physical project. Oh yeah. We yeah. were, yeah. And we came up with a, um, YouTube channel idea from it. Right. Just Matt and Ian build something. Um, mostly with shims, <laughs> right? Uh, okay, so we can talk about that. Um, so I decided that I wanted to build a keyser, which is a keg freezer. Keyser. Not most, a, most people have kegerators, which is a keg refrigerator. Not most people, but all people. <laughs> um, but you, yeah, you wanted to be different, right? You wanted your beer frozen. <laughs> well, that's a great point for me to step in and uh, <laughs> explain a little more. So, yeah, what you do is you hook up a temperature controller Ooh. to control the temperature. Control the temperature. So it doesn't actually freeze the beer. Hmm. Um, the way it works, it's very, it ref- very crude. Refrigerates the beer? Uh, uh, yes, but in a freezer. <laughs> Um, huh, that's a good point. So you plug the chest freezer 
uh, cord into the temperature controller, and the temperature controller switches on and off the power to the freezer, depending on, you know, when, tem- it, when it's time, depending yeah. on the temperature. Yeah, there's also a temperature pro. It's <laughs> not much more to say here, but, you know, there's multiple ways to override a thermostat on a, on a appliance. This is a crude way of just using the existing electronics, but just bypassing the power. Right. Enough. Anyway, so we have that set up. So uh, it, is a, it is a nice, cool 40 degrees. Uh, not too cool. Not too warm. It's 40. <laughs> um, anyway, so I also have three five-gallon kegs. Ooh. Um, five-gallon. Five-gallon kegs, yep. Does that sound like a lot? It does. Mm. Um, that means you have 15 gallons of beer in there. Um, that, I've never had 15 gallons. Does that sound like a little? No. <laughs> it's it's substantial. <laughs> but uh, right now I probably have more than closer to seven gallons. That's, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I have this freezer, temperature controller. That's all good. But what you really want are some taps right on the front yeah you had to do this like really embarrassing thing where like people would come over and they'd want a nice cool beer yeah and you'd be like well let me just open this freezer and pull out a tube connected to a keg yeah with this disgusting looking tap on the end and let me just slosh beer what are we 19 into your face and it was embarrassing for everyone. We didn't have any cups. Mostly you. <laughs> right. Um, but you wanted to change things. You needed yep. a little more pizzazz. Yes. So, right. So I went to the pizzazz store. Okay. Um, and you Depot. got some... Home Depot. You got some planks. Got some lumber. <laughs> um, lumber. You didn't go to lumber li- liquidators? No. I oh, wanted... you didn't. You wanted solid lumber. Yeah, I wanted completely solid okay. lumber. Um but I did use some liquid nails, so oh. I don't know where that came from. Um, metal liquidator? Um, yep. Yeah. Anyway, I read a lot of... There's a lot of people that want to brag about their keyser designs on the internet, luckily. We're, yeah, I mean, we're... Two oh, yeah. I guess we're <laughs> joining that crew. Um, so, I settled on a 2 by 6 collar. So, what you do... To build a, uh, okay, stepping back. What you don't really want to do is drill into the freezer. Right. That's going to avoid the warranty. That's the most obvious thing to do <laughs> is to <laughs> drill into the freezer. But then if you hit the, the cooling lines, then that all leaks out. And then you're just. Nothing it's, Nothing stays cold. It's not a freezer or a refrigerator. Right. It's just warm. It's just a box. Just a box <laughs> with kegs in it. Uh, <laughs> that'd be really sad, actually, if you're just. If, we did that and then just had to kept putting like ice in there. Um, anyway. So you don't want to do that. So you want to do that. So what do you do? You buy, uh, you build a wooden collar that sits above the freezer. Right. I'm like showing you with my hands right now. But that's not helpful for the listeners. Great podcast material. Yeah. Um, but it's, it. I, I mean, it's literally like adding a neck to the freezer. So right. You, so this is a... Um, I suppose we should have mentioned this from the beginning. The door is on the top of the freezer. Yeah, yeah. A it's, chest freezer. It's a chest freezer. Right. Okay. So we're not like shaving off the top. 
right. of the freezer and it's just unscrewing like four screws at the back. Yep. That is the hinge for the for the lid. For the lid. Taking the lid off. We're putting a wooden collar on. Yep. Putting the lid back on and screwing the hinges into the collar. Exactly. Uh thank you. Yeah. That <laughs> probably would have taken me a while. Um yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So now now we have like this. So we do this and we got this wooden collar and everything's great. Yep. But we still don't have any taps. Right. So so what we do, what you do is use a hole saw, which is a saw for holes. Yep. Yep. Um, H-O-L-E, not W-H-O-L-E. I like Whole Foods. It's for making a hole. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I wasn't correcting you. I'm just specifying. And it's S-A-W, not S-O-U-R, <laughs> as in flying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So you drill holes, basically, using right. a hole saw Yeah. for the taps. Put the shanks in, which are the things that go inside of the taps, that connect to the hoses, that connect to the kegs, Yep. where the beer comes out. Yep. Um, That's the bit you want to keep private. Yes. Which is why we... Right. Which is why we, in, you know, embarked on this whole adventure. Yep. Was to yep. keep those hoses hidden from sight. Yes. And to have some and the nice woodwork showing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so use two by six pine, uh, the same stuff that you would use for studs. Nothing special. Um, I think the wood was probably $8 or something. <laughs> and all the other equipment was a lot more expensive than that. <laughs> Hindsight, I could have splurged a little bit more on the wood, but... I but uh, stained it up and it looks okay. Yeah, I think it looks great. Yeah. We ended up with uh, putting the collar together and then it didn't line up with the fridge. Yes. We, so we had the frame. Um, and it wasn't perfectly and rectangular. We put, it, we put it down. Yeah. And, <laughs> and to saw an, like a... It's a wobble. Yeah. Like a three quarter inch gap. I'm like, mm, that's not going to seal. <laughs> that's not even close. So uh, we kind of tried to use our software engineer brains for yeah. a half an hour trying to figure out okay now what <laughs> so we were we we had worked out that the the wood had warped yeah so the long pieces had twisted slightly mm -hmm. and we kept trying to rotate <laughs> yeah. one of the pieces yeah. um but it we, had, we really thought that if we were just getting the rotation wrong like yeah if we just rotate this it, in the right way it had like rotational symmetry on two axes so like you could rotate it over and it would be the same right situation and then we'd rotate it like a different way and we'd just be where we started <laughs> so we did that for about 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> um yeah and then i remember that i had some wooden shims available yep um and couldn't quite explain how that would fix the problem <laughs> But it basically did. Yeah. Um, so we put in two shims, you know, one shim each diagonally from each other. And that kind of shifted things just enough to make it pretty flat. Yeah. The interesting thing was that we, we basically got uh, the seal on the bottom and on the top. So it was flat mm -hmm. at both sides. But I think we've ended up with like the top being slightly bigger than the right. bottom. Right. So the front of the collar juts out further from 
right. you know, than the freezer does. But it's not uh, noticeable. Yeah, it doesn't bother me um, <laughs> every day. Well, if you look at it, it doesn't bother anyone else, <laughs> which is good enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very happy with that. So but that felt a bit to me like doing something awful in code. Yeah. Like this like, is uh, this is definitely not. I mean, the it's correct called a shim. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not the correct solution. But right. I am so proud, right, of what we've achieved yeah. with it. Yeah, we shipped it to production. We yeah. poured a beer. It works. Yep. You know, it could be improved someday. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> Although using <laughs> just using liquid nails oh, is yeah. a little different cool. than software. <laughs> it might be on there. Pretty good. I know. I was reading that people, so yeah, so liquid nails is this construction adhesive stuff. Um, I've never used liquid nails. Actually, I think what the one I got is called Loctite, which is the brand, but it's the same. It's the same idea. People say liquid nails like Kleenex. It's like, that's mm. such a popular brand that they say that that's just like construction adhesive. Right. Um, like Hoover. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I was reading that some people were, you know, attaching their collars like this and to test it. The strength they would actually pick up the whole freezer what? from the wooden collar using just this adhesive. I'm like, mm, I appreciate that that's possible, but I'm not going to try that. So you definitely, I think it's on there. Pretty good. like you'd you'd need to be like a pretty serious bodybuilder to lift that up with the with kegs the kegs. In it. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think you ever took the kegs out. Um, right. Yeah, as we're building it. Yeah, I did. Um, when so the freezer was delivered from amazon.com what both of my freezers <laughs> delivered from amazon ian is Prime. currently pointing at another freezer just in case anyone was curious about we'll that. get to that next one yeah we'll get to that one next okay. um so the the other the keyser is yep. the larger one um the seven log, cubic log, feet larger free <laughs> yeah okay um so it got here I, I happened to be home that day for a different reason. I think we were, that was the, I think that was the day we had a bird in our dryer vent. <laughs> I was trying to deal with that. How, um, how do you deal with a bird in the dryer vent? It's a good story too. Uh, maybe cue that up. Okay. We'll pop so, up in the stack. Yeah. So um, UPS came and um, this very nice lady, you know, came out of the truck and I was like, oh, I should go help. And she's, she just had this like look of relief when she saw me like come out of the house, like, oh my God, I'm really glad you're here to help. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and it says like team lift on the box, whatever. And, uh, you know, we shimmied it up the shit, the front porch stairs, got yep. it in, um, into the living room, just like right in. And then like, I was like, I like kept going and she just like dropped it. She's like, okay, <laughs> see ya. I'm like, that's fair. Yeah, that's, this isn't your job. <laughs> um, so, and of course I'm like excited to like get it going. Yeah. It's like a new toy. So, uh, so I team lifted it myself down the, down the basement stairs. <laughs> just like very slowly. You just, just like, sort of let it slide yeah, on top of, yeah. just let gravity do its thing. Which I, I mean, it could have been like on one of those like, thousand dumbest ways to die right so it's like like a doll this a guy thought he could you know carry his chest freezer by himself downstairs and just like fall over my neck <laughs> yeah. snaps and um yeah 
Cool. So when I was doing that, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'm on Team Lift now. Like, oh, I just joined Team Lift. Team Lift. I'm on it. So is that a team? Team of one, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's that. Um, second freezer? Yeah. Okay. The so second the second freezer. The second freezer is over there. This is a similar sort of setup, but it doesn't have the the taps because this is a fermentation freezer. fermentation chamber. Yeah, Ch- chamber. It's a, that's what people call it. Um, <laughs> it's a freezer. It's a freezer. There's but it, a, there's it's a wire. even further away from freezing in this case. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it also has the the temperature probe in there and yep. Same same idea. Yeah. But um, fermentation temperature set to whatever you need. So I have it set to sixty eight. Yep. Feels yeah. warmer in here. I think it's the additional freezer. Yes. Kicking out heat. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, also, all of your board games have moved in here. Yeah. Um, that is a rickety, not rickety, but like, it's something that a baby could lean on and <laughs> pull on top of itself. Yeah. So yeah. that was, that's the temporary solution to that. <laughs> put it in this room. Um, yep. I did brew an IPA on Friday. Yep. This is the sixth grandfather batch I think I've made. Yep. Um, and everything went pretty well. It was like a pretty uneventful brew day. Yeah. I was feeling good about it. Yeah. Um, it's currently in that freezer. Yes. The My last brew on the grandfather, I had a kind of a disaster where... This was the lager. This is the lager, right. That you were brewing. Yep. Um, that one went perfectly. The whole time I hit my numbers like early on, my pH, everything was good. Um, I went to transfer with the counterflow chiller. Um, which I think we talked about. Yep. And at length. Yep. And, uh, nothing came out. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Like the beer just didn't come out of the, of the chiller at all. So I'm here with, you know, six gallons of hot boiling beer. Um, wort. Wort. And, um, wort. Wort. And no good way to transfer it or cool it at this point. Well, I could have transferred it, but yep. the um, the fermenter I have only uh, can handle like 120 degrees Fahrenheit, so it would have just melted. <laughs> so that was one option. It wasn't really an option. Um, yep. So long story short, I just transferred it. I like bailed it out with a big jug into my um, stainless kettle yep. and put clamps on the kettle and put the kettle in that freezer. We call them bull clips. Is that what they're called? Say here? it again. Bull clips. Bull clips. Binder binder clips. Yeah, like the. Okay. Yep. Binder clips. Bull clips. Are you saying ball or bull? Bull. B u l l. Bull. Why would you put those on a bull? Why? I think that. I think they have horns like a bull. Oh, the two. Yeah, it's like a little triangular face and two <laughs> horns coming up. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'll accept that. I, just made that up. I mean, I don't have any... That seems like the best thing... <laughs> right. Yeah, you can think of. I don't know, yeah, why it would be related to... That's that, why. ...that animal, it other looks than like that. A, Yeah. Right. Uh, so... A bull invented it. That makes more sense. Right. Yep. Yep. It was a guy called Bull, not a literal bull. Oh. 
Let's move on. We'll see a bully. Um, so put the kettle in that freezer. Yep. I'm doing a lot of pointing still. That's fine. And um, I'm here. <laughs> set the chamber to 60 or something. 60 degrees? Yep. It was at wow. 212. Oh, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, and overnight, it still was at like 90 degrees Ooh. in the in the chamber, which I may have done the, a silly thing because it's very insulated in there. So like the oh, heat yeah. the heat from the... Like, but I feel like it would be cooling if you set it to 60 degrees. I mean, it was. Yeah. It was just a battle in there, you know, that <laughs> the my... Uh, compressor on that freezer is probably like lost a couple yeah. years of womp womp usage um okay anyway so i had a problem with the chiller then yep this time i was a little worried about the chiller again in the meantime i had cleaned the whole system multiple times just making sure that there was no clogs or anything there was actually some gunk in the chiller before that i had to like <laughs> blow out um uh got that out there's just like hop hop sludge in there oh um you don't like hops and you really don't like hops lunch. Yeah. Um I feel like that's that's like the people who chew tobacco, but mm. instead you're just chewing hop sludge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was worried about that this time. Um it didn't come out right away when I was chilling, but right. when I like aimed the hose um or like lowered the output hose a little bit, it was kind of because the output hose is actually at the top of the chiller. So it has to like push all the way up to the top of the chiller and then come down. So it was struggling at first, but then I just like gave it more of a path, like more of a uh, direct path downward. Right. So gravity could help a little bit. Yep. And that was just enough to like get it going. Nice. But. But. um, I was expecting to collect about six gallons into the fermenter. I got just over five. Um. A whole gallon? That's yeah, and I was like, oh, that's weird. I guess I boiled boiled off more than I expected or whatever. It just like, you know, stopped coming out. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that's it. And oh, then, and it must have been the the clog. Well, I went to bed. I just like, you know, pitched the yeast, whatever, <laughs> yeah. and, and went to bed and was like, I'll clean up tomorrow morning. So in the morning, uh, I came down eventually and um, opened the grandfather. And there was nine liters of wort in there oh gosh which is like two and a half gallons yeah or something which like you know say half gallon to a gallon of that is like true stuff you don't want to <laughs> yeah really transfer but there's a definitely a full gallon at least of like good stuff in there i'm just like oh man so yeah so, so okay really- i guess in the big picture here yeah i raved about this counterflow chiller initially I'm not sure about it now. I, I'm I'm worried that it's it's coupling two things, right? It's coupling, transferring with chilling. Cool. That's the whole point. Which is chilling. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to take like the two steps and merge yeah. them into one. Well, it's the whole point. But I it's, thought it was it's, wonderful. It's like a TV VCR combo, which sounds like a great idea. Oh, it was right. I had first. one, but then great. one of the things breaks. Either the TV or the VCR oh, breaks, and they're kind of just out mm, of luck. That never happened to me. Mm, you got lucky. So I don't know if I have a if the pump is underpowered or because there's mm. not like a I don't think there's a I think the problem was it got clogged the pump or the chiller the chiller 
could I mean, be. Is that not just a problem with, like, even if you transferred mm. it with something else? Um, I mean, it's not really the chiller's fault. <laughs> well, when you something's got to happen. Because <laughs> something's got to change. Someone's got to take the blame here. <laughs> it's definitely not the technique. Um, a lot of people have said that you should do a whirlpool before you transfer to get all of the stuff in suspension, like in like a cone. In oh, the that middle. makes sense. Yeah. But I don't want to do that because I'm oh. lazy and I don't want my brew day to take any more time. I see. You don't want to change. So I'm blaming my equipment. That makes sense. Um, and I might get a different chiller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They have these immersion chillers that are, that are like way fa like crazy fast. Um, Can't you get like a, like a automatic stirrer yeah um, and you wouldn't have to change you could just add more equipment <laughs> <laughs> you can you can get a lot of people attach a uh like paddle to a drill and use that to whirlpool <laughs> what i don't know if a lot of people but i've seen people do this on youtube it's like it's like those milk frothers but extreme <laughs> well because some recipes say to whirlpool for like 30 minutes oh wow so like that is actually tired, like pretty tired. I feel tiring. like holding a drill for thirty minutes would be. <laughs> That's true too. Maybe you can just get it going because it's just like going so fast oh, at that yeah. point you can like take breaks. Take I don't break. know. Um, anyway, I feel like that is the, currently the weak point of my of my system. You are, yeah, um, you are at this interesting point though, where you you had expressed to me some frustration, where you kind of uh, give people samples of your beer and. They just say, yeah, it's good beer. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I would say it's equally frustrating and, and makes me happy. But like, but, I do, yeah, I'm, I'm at the point where I do want a little more feedback. Right. Because um, it's not perfect beer. Well. But it could be too. Yeah, I mean, let's, I not, mean, let's not be too judgmental. <laughs> it's not perfect. <laughs> wow. Um Anyway, yeah, we're we're only human. What is a perfect person? What is a perfect person? And what is a perfect beer? Whatever a perfect person drinks, I guess. <laughs> so to alleviate this frustration slash right zeroth Se world problem self that I have self doubt and <laughs> yeah want, um, want for basically more I want to I want to keep growing I want to keep I want to figure out how I can yeah. continue to improve. You want someone to tell um, you that you're bad? Yes. Yeah. But specifically, how, how how you're bad, so right. that you can get better. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I'm going to enter a competition. What? Yep. I sound surprised, but I'm not. You knew about this, right? Yeah. Uh, I asked a lot of leading questions. It's yeah, no, it's good. Um, <laughs> New England. I think it's called the New England Homebrew Regional Homebrew Competition. I mean, that is pretty self-descriptive. Makes sense. Yeah. The kind of competition you're entering, which is the judging itself, is happening in. New Hampshire. Not sure why I did that. <laughs> fun. Um, that was odd. That uh, was a kitchen roll tube. Yeah. Ian picked up the yeah, the kitchen <laughs> roll and spoke through it like a megaphone. Probably like I was announcing something. It just know. made it sound like you were really far away. Yeah. <laughs> because you were. <laughs> right. Because there was New Hampshire. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not like too far, but like, you know. Yeah. Some distance. Close enough. Do you mail it? So how, there's how do you get the beer there. Yeah, there's two ways. There's um two ways. you can so I wouldn't call it mailing because mailing implies the U.S. Postal Service, which is a 
felony to ship oh. alcohol if you don't have a license to oh, do okay. so. Oh, okay. There's a very good reason why. <laughs> it might not be a felony. It's definitely illegal. Like, definitely very strictly illegal. illegal. Um, so, but there's this whole, like, beer trading, you know, community Network, on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's Black actually market. above ground. It's above. Um, they don't use... How'd you keep the beer cold? <laughs> Keezers. Keezers. Um, I come from a country where we keep beer cold by keeping it underground. Right, that's true. I think. I believe you. Um, hmm. Hmm. So it's it's still controversial. Like you can use UPS or FedEx to send stuff, but which rich. is like not strictly legal. Huh. Still, like it's like probably still illegal. Right. But no one's looking into it. And, well, and if they do, it, apparently they just like give you a slap on the wrist and don't give you your money back and just say like, please don't do this. But again. there's this whole, I read this guide for like how to ship beer. And the first thing they said is label them as yeast samples, <laughs> which is pretty, <laughs> that's pretty smart. Not a lie. It's not a lie. There's <laughs> yeast in there. Yeah. There's a sample of it. <laughs> um, Yeah. Interesting. But sending things. So, so you, do you have to do you have to send a bottle? So okay, getting back to that. There's yeah, you can either send your bottles or you can drop them off at a local homebrew um, shop. Oh, and, and they will it. submit them. Or nice. I don't know if they. So what are you planning to do? I'm going to drop them off. Yep, uh, that makes sense. That's I don't, more legal. Yeah, I don't want to mess with. The, I don't know the Fed. Well, also just um, yeah, that plus. Shipping Make, companies like like yeah. to like juggle your packages sometimes and <laughs> stuff breaks. And yeah, Making I don't sure want to like there. spend all this time and effort like right. And then the bottles just explode. So, are you going to keg the beer and then bottle from there, or are you going to do like the? I'm gonna keg, keg and then bottle. Okay, so it's not gonna you're not gonna do the more romantic carbonation option where the beer carbonates <laughs> itself. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, you get a little more consistency mm-hmm. with, you also get more clarity. Yep. There's no sludge at the bottom of the bottle. Yep. Sludge. Sludge. Um, so cool. Yeah. So I think when, um, when's the competition? So I've entered myself. <laughs> well, your beer. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I registered, I should say okay. myself, Yep. but it, it's not, um, they're not accepting, accepting entries yet until mid September, I think. Oh wow. Um so that's a while or maybe September first. And then um what's the deadline? I think I think the judging is actually in mid October. Oh wow. Okay. So you have a month or so to um to get your entries in. Um so I'm just gonna I think I'm just gonna enter everything I have available. Just makes to sense. get as much feedback as I can. Um even if I don't think it's like the best beer, just to like see, you know, if my assumptions are close, like where I think it is and like what it can, Become. how it can improve and stuff. So, yeah. um, they also might tell you something that you never yeah. considered, which would be the best. Exactly. Um, really. Right. Because if there are like some really easy, like, oh my God, this will like double the quality of your beer. Yes. Um, I'm also interested. So I don't know if I've talked about brewlosophy on this podcast you know maybe i've just gotten into it like more recently but it's this blog slash 
podcast now. Okay. Um, and they take and the the scientific method and try to apply it to brewing. Um, yeah, home brewing specifically, like just mm-hmm. taking one variable um, and brewing two mostly same beers and changing one thing, and then doing a triangle test at the end, um, which is when you um, they get you know thirty people or so and give them each three samples um, and two or you know two are the one beer one yeah. is the other beer and the whole test is just tell us which one is different right out of the three oh. which one is the other one okay and they have triangle test it's called tri- yeah it's like statistics huh um it's like statistics it's exactly like statistics. <laughs> <laughs> okay um and there's a certain number depending on how many people are you know sampling there's a certain number they're shooting for to get statistical significance. <laughs> I really worked up to say that <laughs> statistical significance. Um, yep. So, so this is, but this and, is just to determine yeah. if the beers are different, not like which one is better. Exactly. Huh. Um, but what they usually do, a lot of times, what they do is they'll brew one using like a traditional method or like a like a dogma thing right. that's just like, oh, this is how we do things in home brewing, and then the other thing will be like. Screw that. Let's do something crazy. Yeah, see if it actually And see if it, it actually matters, which is cool. Yeah. So I one like of those it. things is um, lager fermentation temperature, which has... Lager. Lager yep. fermentation. Yep. Which has traditionally been, you know, 48 degrees, like pretty low, 50 degrees. Yep. Um, and then usually you ramp it up later on to try to get rid of diacetyl and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. There's a whole thing yep. it takes a long time and then you're supposed to do cold storage which is actually what the word lager means is to store in german um this whole long process that is not um it's not agile <laughs> right <laughs> it's just it takes so long to to know if you if the beer you brewed is gonna actually be good right which is not inter- like i don't know not exciting to me to have to wait that long yep you can't really improve as quickly um Anyway, so they did one on fermentation temperature, and people basically couldn't um, tell a difference between a traditional method and lager. Well, lager brewed at like, or fermented at like sixty-six degrees Fahrenheit, which huh. is way like twenty degrees warmer almost. Yeah. Um, with this specific type of yeast too, right. so I'm I use that same type of yeast because it's. Um, they're thinking now that that might even be like a hybrid, like lager ale yeast. So it, it can like do really well at those higher temperatures. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the case for all um, things. Anyway, point being, um, so, I would like to submit that beer, the lager, to see as like part of this experiment. Oh, like, as a lager, how was it? Yes. Right. And Rulosophy is like encouraging people to do this. Like use our like shoddy methods that we've come up with that like work pretty pretty well yeah and even see, though they're see, easier see and like see if it's if they're legit like see if judges can tell the difference and like pick out the things that they think that you know that the textbooks say that right the the defects that you would get from these methods interesting so that'll be fun to see how that plays out yeah but awesome well yeah we'll throw an update in here in a couple of months <laughs> when we have the results yep sweet you want to take a break yeah that's that. 
Okay. <laughs> it's early. It's up. It's, we have some work oh, to do. Yeah. We have a lot of things laid out it on the table. It is 9 a.m. and this table is covered in alcohol. Well, it's not like dripping. <laughs> Just for the image. <laughs> um. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. What's maybe. Maybe. Okay. So we're gonna start with this. Yeah. I so think this is so. this, this is, is ready. The, the previously mentioned lager. Yep. Um. And I had commented after pouring it that it smells like a lager. Mm-hmm. It is a very like distinct. Mm-hmm. Has a very distinct nose. Yep. Uh. Good. It's a ridiculous thing to say. Like drinks don't have noses. Mm-hmm. They have smells. But I smell with my nose. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's not as strong as I was expecting. Okay. Um, What about it gave you that expectation? Um, It's not as strong as I expect a lager to be. What is its... Okay. APV? Um, Approximately 5.3-ish. So that is what I would expect. Which is actually... Considerable. I think this for the style, this is actually stronger than it should be a little bit. I think the Munich Hellas lager style, they'll say four and a half to five inch. Mm. Um, that being said, you know, my instrumentation isn't perfect. Yeah. So it could be closer to five than 5.3. It's maybe fruitier mm. than I was thinking. Okay. Yep. I think... I think you're onto something there. Which um, it's not quite as carbonated as I would expect. Okay, I'm trying to think of all the things I could tell you because you said you didn't want to hear that it's good. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hear that you're. No, I think the fruity thing is tasty. is is interesting, and mm. it very well could be due to the higher um, temperature fermentation temp. Because that's where the the yeast gives off more esters. Okay. So traditionally, ales have a lot more of that yeast flavor um, from the byproducts, from the the higher temps. And one of the touted reasons for fermenting lagers very cool is to not have that. that. So you're supposed to get a really crisp, clean beer that lets the malt mostly shine. Yeah. Yeah. With just a little, just enough hop, you know, bitterness to kind of balance. So yeah, I think, yep, I, that that is something I would probably expect from competition is to say there's too much flavor from the yeast here. I personally like it, the like I don't mind the fruity flavor, but I, I think it is probably out of style. Yeah, it does have the. Typical aftertaste of a lager. Good. Which is good. Um, yeah. It is remarkably clear. Nice. That is something that seems to be spot on. Awesome. Um, and it's the, the right color. It's got all most of the right things. It is cool. 
you would you would without any precursors you would identify that as a logger yes okay. most definitely that's good um cool well it's my first logger i think um we'll see i'm not sure i don't know i don't know if i want to spend the time and actually i would need to pitch more yeast if i wanted to um do this one again fermented colder as well right you need to give it more to make sure it can survive kind of <laughs> harsher conditions um so that's another trade-off that you get right time and money oh i'm gonna cleanse my palate with this coffee <laughs> really gonna confuse your taste buds <laughs> So just before we started recording, I mentioned that I had created a, a card that I don't remember creating. Um, and the only text on it is butter sculpture question mark. <laughs> uh, and I said, I didn't know what I was thinking or what was going on. Um, right. Or like how this had come up. And you started saying that butter sculptures are a thing. Right in america and i was surprised which must have been why i created this card originally okay um is that i heard about butter sculptures and was shocked um have you ever encountered one no firsthand no okay um secondhand <laughs> i like i've seen like little sculptures of butter like okay if you go to a fancy restaurant or something it might have like a right the so, butter isn't a rectangle. <laughs> to me, right. To me, it's very much a like state fair thing. Oh, um, yeah, like a big. That, that, what would you call that in the UK? Like you don't have states, right? Just a fair, a fair, <laughs> county fair, or just oh, uh, there just are like, a, yeah, fair. there are county fairs. Okay, because we do have counties, right? Um, yeah, so that's that's really where I would expect to see something like that. Um, that's a county fair. Right. The New York State Fair I've been to a couple times. And they have some pretty serious... Like, the butter sculpture is, like, one of the things that you're, like... Going for. Oh, what's it going to be? Oh, wow. It's going to be this year. And it's, like... It's not, like... Um, I don't know. They're intricate. It's, yeah. like, oh, that is the cover of sergeant pepper like that's like <laughs> yeah. everything like it's like a painting like it's amazing um i also uh, on the show weeds are you aware of that show i am aware of it i okay. haven't watched an episode of it they have an episode where they end up at like a state fair or a county fair in the middle of nowhere montana or something um apologies to any listeners from montana it's probably a very nice place um <laughs> Middle of somewhere, I should say. Yeah. And um, they uh, they think, I think they think they're entering a butter sculpture competition. <laughs> and they like, they need money or whatever. They're just like, whatever, let's do something. So they like enter, but then they're each presented with already completed butter sculptures. Okay. And they have to eat them. <laughs> it's an eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> to eat an entire like sculpture of butter. Yeah, like a bust of <laughs> butter. Ugh. That's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Which is probably the like the most 
like if I had to make up the most like peak yep. st- American state fair thing, it would be eating a butter sculpture. Uh, speaking of eating butter, there's a lot of butter in the keto diet. Mm, right. Um, have you heard of bullet coffee? Yes. Do you know what it is? You add butter to coffee. Butter and... Um, oil? Coconut oil. Okay. I have a theory for why it's called Bullets Coffee. Oh. <laughs> Does it just shoot through your Ooh. system <laughs> Yeah, quickly? <laughs> it's... Ugh. That could be it. Yeah. That very well could be it. I'm not... The coconut I could see being a nice flavor. Yeah. It's a very... Butter... Cr- it's a very creamy coffee. It doesn't taste like butter. It's just like slick and <laughs> just, ugh. Oil, I don't know. <laughs> mm. All right, let's um, okay. So continue cocktail. Cocktail. Um, hmm. look like a lager to you. Smells like whiskey. I think you. What is this? You did put in whiskey, didn't you? And Benedictine. That's basically the drink. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, nothing too mysterious this time. Uh, I didn't have any fresh ingredients on hand because I wasn't mm. uh, been out of the cocktail game for a bit now yeah. with, the, with the beer stuff. Um, so this is pretty simple. Definitely a whiskey. Uh, mm. You have to enjoy whiskey to enjoy this drink, I would say. But yes. It's not too sweet. It's not sweet at all. Um there's sugar in there, but yeah, it's not mm. like Benedictine has sugar, but it's only a quarter ounce of Benedictine per serving. So it's just like a, a taste, mm. but gives that, uh, well, I'll let you. Right. Like the, 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 the main, the main actor yep. on this, uh, cocktail stage is the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's mostly what you're getting, but then there are the aftertastes, I think of the Benedictine. Mm-hmm. Like, um, lingering, right. You're definitely hit head on with the whiskey. Yep. Um, yes, this is a bourbon, uh, Burnside bourbon, Mm. four year barrel aged. Um, I probably could have used a lesser proof for the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It does. it, It certainly does take the, um, the edge I think of straight mm-hmm. bourbon mm. off. Yeah, yeah. So it it's not um as harsh. Right. Which is nice. Yep. I can mm, I can see why one would drink this. Hmm. Okay. Do you have an animal in mind? Not yet. Okay. Um, should I cloud your judgment with the name of the cocktail and the recipe? No. 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 Um, I think it's something with teeth. Okay. <laughs> Most animals. Not the recipe. Yeah. And um, three teeth. <laughs> shake vigorously. <laughs> and stir. Um, um, okay. There's definitely calcium there. <laughs> Okay. Mm. Calcium. 
Spines? I'm thinking I'm thinking a giant sloth. A giant sloth? Yeah. Okay. Slow. It's slow, it's substantial. Yeah. Extinct at this point. <laughs> um Okay. Big claws. So it looks intimidating. But right. when you actually get down to it, it's So it's extinct. Um You're thinking like, you know what, I couldn't do a cocktail with that much whiskey. Mm. But then when you when you get in close, it's like pretty cuddly. Pretty yeah. <laughs> right. At nine in the morning. Um <laughs> so it's extinct. Do you miss the animal? Or are you oh, like, yeah. oh that that's a you know it should be extinct. I'm I'm happy for that. <laughs> or are you like oh. There's good there's good reasons. Like it's it's slow <laughs> it's like a slow moving buffet. Okay. Uh, right. There's a lot of meat there. Yeah. Um not a lot of defense mechanisms. But you would you would like the opportunity to to have met to have met yeah. Such an animal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Seems like a decently positive hmm. animal. Yeah. You're never going to call it your favorite animal. Right. Not entirely sure why it exists. <laughs> going to be honest. Yeah. Not necessary. Right. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's a slight bonus. Maybe it's... Right. I love the idea of it. Doesn't make you mad. It's like... <laughs> Seems romantic. They're coexisting while... Well, no, I guess they're not. Yeah. They think humans hunted it to extinction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you it, would personally be okay with coexisting. With yes. You. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, you, you know, yeah, you hang out over there. I'll, yep. We don't need our paths. Don't need to cross. If they do, we'll say hi. Okay. I might. I think I got it. <laughs> right. If I'm hungry. <laughs> cool. I can't remember. Was the pisco sour the favorite? Yes. Okay. I wonder how much of that was the mystery and the the, mm. the um, presentation. I'm, that could have been a loss of it. Yeah. Is that should it not be that? Should that not be the? No, the, I, the, I I think it's a I think it's delightful. The yeah. eyes at which the eyes with which I judge cocktails. No, I think it, that's totally a factor. Just right. like clarity in beer is a factor, and um. Uh, marketing for software, you know, it's, you, gotta, you need the full package. Yeah. Uh, okay, what else do we have on the table here? Um, the ukulele. We have uh, we have our switches. We have um, switches, so we can turn them on or off. Yep. Switch toggle switch. Yep. Um, uh, should we turn them on? Yeah, I'm turning. Okay. Uh, I should turn up the sound. Make sure you close the software. <laughs> oh, shit. I just signed in with the wrong person. So, we both have a game Yep. that we have yet to play together. It's a team-based game. Okay. Called Splatoon 2. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Because two people can play. Yep. Um, All right. As far as I'm aware, the backstory of this game mm-hmm. is that you are a kid who can turn into a squid everyone is every yeah. in this world as far as i can tell <laughs> is both a kid and a squid and a squid uh in the single player game there are bad guys who are octopuses 
Octopi. Octopi. Mm -hmm. But they're kids and octopi. Okay. Right. Um. <laughs> so there's a there's a you know natural rivalry there. Right. Squids and octopi. Um. Oh, not these people. Oh wait, how do I connect to the internet? Oh, this is going to go. This is going to go badly. Oh, should I? I need to. Uh, I probably have it here. You should. Uh, you should stall for time. So the annoying part of this game <laughs> is whenever you join, these um, <laughs> there's a DJ and a, an announcer person, uh, squid kid, I should say, that um, tell you what's new and just like blabber on about things that you don't really care about. Right. And you have to hit the A button um, 1,900 times to actually get into the game. Um, there is a ketchup versus mayo battle. Yes, that, that happened. Um, it's called a uh, Splatfest. It looks like ketchup is winning 73% to 27. Oh, you haven't logged in? You haven't seen the results? No. It's oh. been a while. Was that only for one weekend? Yes. Okay. Is that like a monthly thing or? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little event to keep people interested in the game. Oh, okay. That's weird. I don't know what that 73% was, but now it's saying that Mayo actually won. That was, that was, the 73% was how many people picked ketchup. As oh. That's interesting. So how did yeah. Mayo win? Uh, better players picked Mayo. Yeah, like me and you. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I was about to read out your password for your Wi-Fi, but then realized that might not be a good idea. <laughs> I mean, if pe if people are already creeping to come to my house, <laughs> I'm actually more worried about that than them stealing my Wi-Fi. <laughs> how do how the fuck do I connect to the internet? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm still hitting A, and they're still talking. They're still talking about things I don't. Really, now they're talking about the new update. Yeah. New, new weapon, the splat umbrella. Ooh, there's a splat umbrella. So it's a it's a shooter game, kind of. Yeah, kind um, of. It's it's two teams. So, um, usually four versus four, and the you each have a different color, and you're each trying to paint the map. Um, your color, or mostly your color. So that is the primary goal. Secondary goal is to, you know, shoot the other squid kids so that they respawn and slow them down while you try to paint the ground pink or whatever your color is. Um, I am not skilled at aiming yet, so I have been using the splat roller, which is like a paint roller you would get at uh, Lowe's. For example, except enormous, except very large, and it can <laughs> run over squid kids, like big, bigger than the kids, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it doesn't require precision or accuracy. You just kind of walk around and and uh, try to paint the ground. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that while I get used to the other controls in the game. Um. Sounds like Matt has upgraded to use an actual gun now. Uh, yes, I, I want to see up upgraded, but you've switched to using a gun <laughs> on the switch. On the switch. Yeah, I uh, I was I've never used the paint roller except in single player. Okay, so I don't know what it's like in was multiplayer. Was that a decision? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to just pick one thing, get comfortable with it. 
Um, so I went with the starting gun, essentially. Yep. Uh, and that's working out well for me. Um, so I'm going to keep doing that. The However, the flat the, junior or whatever it is. Yeah, the rollers are um, particularly frustrating. Um, oh, now I get to see the news um, because, like, people just run around like painting the floor with this roller. We should talk about why they're painting the floor. Um, I think I mentioned that. So at the end of the end of the match, whichever team has the most um, color on the floor on the ground, right, wins the match. Yeah, that's the primary. That's objective. the that's the goal. Yep. Uh, but by they call it splatting. By splatting your opponents, they have to go back to the the spawn point, like the beginning of the map. Right. And so there's a there's a tactical advantage there because the, when when they're running, they're not. Um, painting the ground. So you're just slowing slowing down the other team. Yeah, but the like if you, all you do is splat your opponents, you're going to lose. If you're not painting the floor. Exactly. That's... Although you can have certain team members try to specialize. You could have like a sniper that you try to just like, you shoot everyone, I'll right. go crazy with this roller. And... Do you want to join a lobby? And then I'll try and... I don't really know how, to, how, to, how this works. So I should just join a, a game online battle? Yeah. Okay. And then you let me know when you're in the lobby. <laughs> Are you going to play like that? Yeah. So Matt, how, do, how do you play? Uh, <laughs> Are you, you in? Apparently comfortably. Uh, okay. I'm just said, yeah. So it's looking for a lobby. Okay. Do, 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 do. It's great audio content. Yep. No, this is wonderful. Uh, uh, I'm trying to join his game. And you can't and... because it's full. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to put the switch down. Um, <laughs> well, all right. We we could uh, we could break here while you play one. Sure. Yeah. Matt, edit here. Matt, yeah. Let's edit here. Um, oh, actually, maybe you could talk about how you complicated your brew log while also playing a game. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to put you under any pressure. No, nope, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, so I know you were using the uh, the magical iOS thing oh. to uh, <laughs> do your stuff. So yeah, I am doing a really complicated thing to... Are you using the, the popular app Workflows? And it's so complicated that, yes, that yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> you gave up. I mean, I have a brew log, but it's just out of date. And I need <laughs> to, you know... Um, I'm basically just using Apple Notes right now to keep track of things. Oh, yeah. You're using um, just notes for your log? Yeah. Uh, for my private log, I guess, because you can't publish a note. Which maybe if you could, that would be the... Uh, I think... If you can, like, share a note. Yeah. Although maybe that's just, that link is, I don't know, it's not the same as, like, here's my website of things. Right. You're not um, blogging. Exactly. It is just a log, but you didn't say you wanted to blog. Well, what's a blog but a but a B-log? Exactly. Right? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. So you want, you want, you don't want that. You want a log. I want a log. You want a log of what's happened, not a blog. Okay. <laughs> uh, I also um, I bought some hue bulbs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So these are fun. These are the bulbs that can change color. Um, which uh, Jess from Massachusetts thought was maybe one of the stupidest things I've ever bought. Yep. Um, and the most useless things I've ever bought, but it has provided hours of entertainment for my daughter. Yep. So. Yeah, I've seen them and, you know, considered them and just never could come up with a use case. 
Well, here's the use um, case. But yeah. Paige walks into the room and she says, I would like that light to be pink and that <laughs> light to be purple. Oh, yeah. I mean, that. there you go. There, I'm, I'm and, on board. Yeah. And she loves it. Yep. It's great. So awesome. she, she has one in her bedroom. <laughs> they should, their advertising should show that as a thing because. Right. Because that's the. I'm not really convinced by the other ads. <laughs> what, are, what are the other use? Oh, for like setting your mood? Uh, yeah. Or like you, you can like give it a picture that you took on your phone and then like pick a color from the picture. And oh then like, yeah. That's stupid. And then like set that as your room. Like, I don't know. I don't know why you'd want that. It just seems gimmicky. and Unless that silly. picture was on the wall. Not entirely uh, okay. sure. Yeah, that's that's something. You know, sets appropriate lighting. Right. Um, although, I guess, yeah, you'd want that lighting. But yeah, no, that's stupid. Um, but the, like, page enjoying it is excellent. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, background noise of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excellent. I Have you just, tried... I uh, only died once, I think, in the whole round. Oh, wow. But we did not do well. <laughs> I think I was just off on my own. Uh, okay, so we lost... Wow. We had 26.7% of the map, and the bad guys had 62.9. Wow. Yeah, that's really bad. Yep. Um, I had the most points on my team. You were playing the good guys? We were the good guys. Well, you're, you're always when, when you say points, that's like painting points. How, many, how much paint you laid down? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Cool. Okay, so should I say continue and then you join? Oh yeah, that's happened. All right, I'm I'm joined. What? Really? Nope, that's not true. All right, I'm... Go, go, go. Oh yeah, you're in. Oh yeah, I'm in. Level 9, Matt. Good. Level 12? Ian? Oh yeah. Level 12? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. There was a roller that... There was the next roller that I had to be level 12 at to purchase. Wow. I hope I hope I don't hold you back. We'll see. I mean, I was just the best player on my team that just lost pretty badly yeah but um okay dylan hello (laughs) dylan's level six i thought i thought he was napping uh he's up there with a switch (laughs) that would be awesome (laughs) if that's how you find out right like what you you bought this on the internet and then (laughs) you're supposed to be you've been hiding it from us you've been up there napping we tell all of our friends, yeah, he naps really well. And then he's just been playing video games. <laughs> uh, so the map, the maps are quite fun. Like we're in a skate park kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It's got a, it's got a, um, I don't know what you'd call it. Like a preteen appeal. Yeah. Um, right. Lots of like headphones and beats Oh and, yeah. So one of one uh, of the one of the big skating. things is um, looking fresh. So right. You, you can buy um, clothing. Yep. For your squid kid, uh, and the clothing has um, like attributes that it gives you. Right. Like special bonuses in combat. Oh gosh, I'm going to die. Okay. Um, now, I've been told by my younger brother, who is more um, in tune. More fresh. Yeah, more fresh. Um, that these attributes are completely unimportant. And what matters is how good your avatar looks. Like, you need to have style. Yep. Because no one's going to care 
um, how you, you know about whether you got like faster ink regeneration. Oh right, no, you just need to look awesome. Right. <laughs> Which I don't think is true, <laughs> but you know, yeah. different people play games differently, and that's uh, that's beautiful. So having having said that, I am uh, currently wearing. Um, uh, helmet because that's what I think looks cool. Um, uh, are we in the same team or not? Oh, we might not be. Um, what color are you? I'm yellow. Oh, I'm yellow as well. Oh, okay, good. So th- I was just curious how the. I guess it makes sense if you join a uh, friend. That's not true. No. Like, okay. You can end up on different teams, which is alarming. Does it try to put you on the same team? No, it doesn't seem uh, to. Okay. Noted. Wow, oh, this octo brush seems good. Sometimes. Ah. Oh. Yeah, so this... Uh, Dylan has the Octobrush. And he's just brushing... What is the Octobrush? I feel like being squids, we wouldn't want to use the Octobrush. Oh, good point. Is that the... Maybe that's why it's so powerful and dangerous. Um, so how's it going? Are you uh, doing well? I think so. It's hard to tell. I think uh, there's a roller trying to kill me. Two rollers trying to kill me. That's scary. Uh... Um, I just killed a roller with my roller. Uh, but I avoided them, so that was good. Oh, I just got the Octobrush. I think we're doing well. I think our team's doing very well. Yep. Yeah, I think we won. So that was our review of Splatoon. Ooh. And, oh, Jesus. Yeah, we did really well. So we're the good guys again, because you're always the good guys. And uh, we got 61% of the map, and they got 26. Wow. Let's see who was the MVP. Now, you'll notice that that was... Oh, Ian. Oh, we were really close. You beat me by like 30 <laughs> points. I had 17.57 and Matt had 17.23. Jeez. But you're level 9, so... Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Right. Okay, let's... Cool. Put this, put this thing to sleep. Yep. Um, yeah, that... Um, I've been enjoying that a lot. Yeah. I fell off the Zelda train a while ago. Um, <laughs> I think Zelda is probably a... I don't know. Is it overwhelming? It's just so different. I was going to say mm. it's probably a better game than Splatoon 2, but I, I wouldn't necessarily uh, say that. Um, you it's go, deeper. You go to them for different things. Deep, right. But Than the Squid Kids? <laughs> they have headphones. Yeah. They have <laughs> clothing. Uh, yeah. H- how do you feel about the clothing considering the target market? I feel like we're not... Mm. We probably shouldn't be playing Splatoon 2. Right, I think um, it, I think it's it's trying to hit sort of the ten to yeah fifteen age range. People who are like trying to fit into a to a certain thing, right? Um, yeah, we're not that. Um, you have green hair, which uh, actually, actually, if it does fit into the platoon yeah. thing, I have merman hair at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I like that I can just join a game, play it. Yep. Games move are on. games are three minutes. Three minutes. Literally I can get yeah. in and get out within five minutes I've joined a game and, and I'm done. Yeah. Um I love that. Which technically you can do with Zelda, but if you want to actually make progress in the game, right. Five minutes isn't really gonna do you yeah. much. You're also like I mean, a lot of the time you're just like in these great expanses. Yep. And so that can be 
like three minutes isn't enough to right sort of get entrenched in that yeah yeah and like yeah you definitely get a different thing from splatoon you get like the twitchy like um kind of reflex like that part of your brain is very much active Mm. where you're just like you need to respond to what's in front of you right away right it's very reactive and like in the moment whereas zelda feels a little more like i'm hanging out here doing i'm cooking some vegetables and i'm (laughs) you know yeah splatoon has some really good motion controls as well oh yeah so like you um you move around with the left stick and you sort of you kind of turn around with the right stick which takes a while getting used to but for the like fine aiming is that what it is i can't even describe it like it's weird i thought the motion was just for vertical it's also for horizontal is it really okay yeah you so you can get like you can track someone interesting which is really useful oh okay huh it gives you so you can continue like running forward but like looking sideways is that what you're saying no no okay no it's sort of like it is literal aiming Okay. Like you have to like push, which I thought would be um, disorientating when you're holding mm-hmm. the switch in handheld mode, but it's actually it feels better, right, than when it's on a big TV screen. Hmm. Yeah, that's the first time. Um, that's not the first time I played on the uh, handheld. The handheld, but um, I played it in bed a couple times. <laughs> um. And learned that our, I almost got kicked out of like band because <laughs> I kept losing connection with my Wi-Fi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because um, our router is all the way downstairs. So it was like, after like a couple times of me dropping out, it was like, it looks like you're just quitting matches. Like, we're going to have to do something about do that. Do something. I was like, ooh, <laughs> shut down. Forget that. So. Anyway. But yeah, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really good. I think um, uh, Zelda, Splatoon 2, Snipperclips is where it's at so far. Something that's really annoying about Splatoon 2 is that it's single player only. Mm. Like for the two of us to play, we needed two switches. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Right. Like, seems like a glaring opportunity to... Right. Like... Especially if you want to, like, spread the word and, like, hey, come over and try Splatoon 2. I bought it. Like, you can try it and then right. you can buy it if you like it, you know? Yeah. You can't really do that. Like, you can play on your own, but you can't, like, enjoy it together. Just, well, then again, uh, the other way, they could be, like, well, I could buy a Switch as well. Yeah, true. They don't have a Switch yet. Mm. That's true. But, eh, I don't know if... I feel like that's a very small segment of people that would yeah. say, oh, I like Splatoon 2, I'll get a Switch and Splatoon 2. And I think they also do like the free, they do free weekends. Okay, so if you try. have a Switch, then yeah. yeah. Um, we played Puyo Puyo Tetris last night. Oh, how was that? <laughs> uh, it was fun. Yeah. We just played the Tetris and we're just playing, yeah, 1v1 Tetris on the TV. Yeah, but there's also um, Puyo Puyo. Puyo Puyo, which I don't really know what it is, but it seems to be something like Bejeweled. But with or, bubbles. But you, with bubbles. You shoot bubbles from the bottom to the top, and they're colored. There's definitely bubbles, but I don't... Do you shoot them? I think so. No, I think they just come down from the top like Tetris. They come down to... No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're thinking of Snood. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, am I? I don't know. 
That's what I'm thinking of when you describe snood. Snood is you have like the little gun at the bottom and you're like oh, shooting. Oh yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. It's yeah. not that. It's not that. At least in this uh interpretation. Oh, puyo puyo. Of puyo puyo. It's not that. So what what it's just Tetris but with bubbles? Um it's it is And the bubbles the bubbles burst when they they touch the same color. So uh, what I think only one bubble comes out at a time. So what do you control? You control where you... There are different colors. Where the bubbles go. And you control where the bubbles go. And huh. like when you get like three or four bubbles of the same color, then I they see. explode. Explode. And that's what you want. Yep. Um, you want... So you're, you're sorting colors and you're trying to like... Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're more about just the Tetris stuff. <laughs> you're, you're only really interested in one half of the... Yeah. Which we were playing the demo for a while and then... I actually just bought it last night yeah. and then we played it and I was like, I'm not sure what was different there. <laughs> like, should I, should we have just should, bought this? I don't know. We were getting a lot out of the demo. <laughs> just, it's just Tetris. Like there's no extra rules or like maps. It's just, like Demoing it is the whole game. It seems, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something, <laughs> but maybe we can't play online. Oh no. Um, but that's a fun, like, I don't know. Tetris is a pretty solid game. Yeah. Puyo Puyo, not so much. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if you grow more fond of it. Yeah. I also got a game called Flip Wars. Flip Wars? Flip Wars. Um, which I thought when I purchased it that it was it said that Nintendo actually made it. Oh. It's $10. I don't think that's the case in hindsight because... Because they never sell anything for $10. Yeah. Well, yeah. That plus, it didn't seem great. Oh, I know this game. You do? This is where you, you're like running around and you... Um, so it's a grid. You jump yep. on the grid. Yep. And you that turns It's called tiles a hip slam. Your color. Yep. Yeah. Um, this looks cool. So it's like Splatoon for... <laughs> mm. Yeah, you change stuff oh, to, yeah, your, yeah. to be your color. You want the floor to be your color. Exactly. Um but you're on a grid and you're these space people and um you can't turn into a squid no space squid maybe but Ooh. you get power ups that yeah it seemed okay but yeah so you've seen that i have from steam the internet or? okay just generally yeah i don't remember where but it's not nintendo then people saying that it looks good i don't think so yeah i didn't get that vibe after playing it <laughs> There is a. Have you played XCOM? No. So this is like a tactical game. Um, I, I imagine a lot of headsets during XCOM. Mm, no, you from uh, the commercials. Oh, the characters wear a lot of headsets. Oh, but it's turn turn based combat. Oh, okay. Um, but there is a hmm. um, Mario version coming out, the Mario Rabbids. Hmm. Which is like a tactical. Was that a leak? Oh, I like like a. a uh, it was announced at E three. Okay. I think it comes out next month in September. So, yeah, what is it? So turn-based. Uh, turn-based tactical game. So you want to be, like, moving to cover, shooting around corners at your enemies. Is it team? team like, you make a squad. Okay. Huh. I'm getting all of this from the E3 trailer. Turn-based and, like, Nintendo doesn't seem to really yeah. make sense to me. I just never... I, you know, you know what it's like. It's the video game equivalent of miniatures. Okay. 
like playing Warhammer or something like that. So this is going to be like a very like casual version of yes. something like that. Yeah, you, you have like four or five units that you control hmm. characters. Might be okay. Yeah. I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'd like to play it. Cool. And then there's also Super Mario Odyssey. Can you play? And that is all of the Switch news that we have. <laughs> that's that's like later. Yeah. This year, like holiday, right? Yep, yep, yep. Can you play the 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 bunnies one, uh, local multiplayer? I don't know. Probably. Or or global multiplayer, like over the internet. But like, I mean, we just played. We just complained locally. But we just complained about Splatoon because oh, yeah. you can't play. Locally. Because you played two games and I played one. Right. You could play locally by swapping the controller, I guess, taking turns. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, turn-based, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. I bought some sugar-free cocoa. Sugar-free. Cocoa doesn't have sugar. Sugar-free. What, what oh, do you, like what do you call cocoa? like hot cocoa? Yeah. The powder. Oh, but I guess it's not hot yet. But mm. it, it's cocoa powder meant to be i would call it hot cocoa powder hot but it's not well it's hot cocoa powder right it's not hot but i could use it in cocoa powder cream to make like cocoa cream well you could use anything and anything but then you're just abusing (laughs) ingredients so i bought sugar-free cocoa powder okay it's the worst Mm. there's nothing good in it is there sucralose in it no something no there's no substitute for the sweetness there is cocoa in it. Turns out cocoa <laughs> doesn't taste great. Doesn't taste great. On its own. Yeah. Like dry um, cacao nibs don't yeah, cacao. really give much. I don't like, yeah. Cacao. Hmm. So don't buy it. Yep. PSA. Uh, yep. Huh. Um, I did get sugar-free chocolate and that's fine. So I was surprised hmm. that sugar-free cocoa powder from the same company is terrible. It's maybe one of the worst things I've put in my mouth. Have you heard of Taza chocolate? Taza, the, as in the, yeah. T-A-Z-A. I think that's um, two of the donuts that are upstairs have Taza chocolate on top. Okay, yeah, it's a local, it's like Somerville. Oh, really? Chocolate, yeah. Huh. They, so they make chocolate in the Mexican style. Ooh. Um, and they have, um, so they come in like a puck kind of shape. Um, like a hockey puck looking. <laughs> oh, as opposed to all those other pucks well, I, I was imagining. I, yeah, okay. I guess their general puck isn't really a thing. <laughs> um, but I think they might have specific ones that are meant to be dissolved. And oh, because like the like a traditional like, a, like mm, Mexican hot chocolate is just like literally like melted, melted chocolate. chocolate. Like it's not watered yeah. down at all. Um, but I feel like they might have something that's low carb low because they have like varying mm. degrees of like percentages of uh what do they call it of cacao or something cacao. Like like this is like of sugar no oh the cacao part i think is the the bit that varies it's always got the same amount of sugar in nope what i'm saying is yeah i guess it is varying amounts of sugar we we're oh. probably saying the same thing in a different way but i was confused. oh you're saying the cacao bit the doesn't cacao have is the sugar. more there's more cacao, so there's less room for sugar. Exactly. Right. Okay. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, something to look into. Yeah. Maybe. I'll check we it out. We might have a, a, a release for you. <laughs> Sweet a, release. A brand. Yeah. I'll check it out. A model of chocolate. 
a model of chocolate. You know, like a make and a model that can Honda Civic. <laughs> cool. Yep. Uh, is that the worst thing that you've tried on your? Have we talked about your diet? We have. We have okay. at length. I have um, lost um, thirty-five pounds at this point. Wow, which is a lot. That seems like it was more than the last time. <laughs> Probably. We talked about it's it. It's the way time works. You said it was slowing down considerably. Yeah, slowing down now. But um, still yeah. kind of I think it, it, has to, it has to, otherwise you'd eventually disappear. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But you also don't plan on doing this diet forever. Yeah, and I certainly don't plan on disappearing. So. Good. Yeah. Hmm. Is there an asymptote? that this diet would result like uh i'd like to get to 170 pounds mm -hmm. when i started this i was 215 are those british pounds <laughs> yeah or euros net, net worth <laughs> okay um it's, it's not much money nope uh, i'm a little worried for you have you paid off your house <laughs> <laughs> um i have a sad thing to talk about hmm you ready? I don't know. Uh, so did you hear the news yesterday of the um, car plowing into the... Charlottesville, yeah. Virginia. Yes. Um, so that's sad. Into the protesters, for yes. reference. The yeah. counter-protesters? There's a lot of yep. wording here that left me confused okay. as to what had happened. Yep. Um, it took me a while to piece together. Yep. Because a lot of the headlines are use terms like that right like car plows in kills at least one to counter protesters and you have to yeah you have to know thinking, what the protest is against right. first to get like a starting point right <laughs> which is they were what a robert e lee memorial that is being removed is that i actually i'm actually completely okay unaware does robert e lee mean anything to you nope okay um he was the main general of the confederate army during okay. the civil war so the leader of the south yep. army okay um and also from the virginia area um yes so i think they it was oh. a monument or some sort of something um related to him i see and he is a yeah a figurehead for you know good old south okay dixieland how things used to be and like confederate flag robert e lee very much in the same space right um and so there was a decision to remove said monument yes okay that and, is my understanding and so there were people who were planning to protest the removal of this monument yes and then this protest was protesting the protest the, yes, the counter-protesters were... They were, were saying, uh, you shouldn't protest. Right. And we're going to protest yep. your protest. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And that's been referred to as a counter-protest. Is this a common yes. counter-protest? Um, or is this like a... I think it's fairly common, yeah. Okay. Um, yes. So there is a similar march happening in the Boston Common next weekend? I saw that there was a, but I don't, I don't know if it's protesting or a counter protest or protesting the counter protest. <laughs> so 
if it's the same one I saw, it's called like um, free speech rally. Is that what you saw? Maybe. I, I So I heard it and in an NPR piece this morning. Okay. So I saw a tweet that was an, uh, basically like, hey, heads up, Boston. They're coming your way next. And it was a oh. poster, like an image of a poster kind of thing that said free speech rally um, uh, with some names and Boston Common address in the time. Um, and um, the idea is that the same people that organized the protest in Charlottesville are organizing, are organizing this free speech rally. In, okay. Scare quotes. Um, scare quotes. <laughs> which, yeah. And then there were some responses that I scrolled through and people were saying like, yeah, good luck in Boston. Like, I see. It's, you're not going to have a good time there. Which no. I was um, proud of, I guess, to see that. <laughs> like, it's not going to be as easy there. Right. Um, yeah, this... Free speech, I think, is being touted a lot these days and possibly confused <laughs> um, or, or used in a way that is um, right. the, the, uh, intentionally confusing or intentionally deceptive. The right? free, freedom of speech is, as I understand it, um, means that the government cannot use your speech against you is that correct it's specifically to do with the government right I the think, government is not true. allowed to stop you from saying what you think yep that doesn't think, mean that you can't have any repercussions exactly of, right like yeah or a company can't say we don't like what you're saying we're going to fire you kind of thing or, that is my understanding it's like yeah. specifically the government is not allowed to stop you yeah, you can't be arrested. You right. can't be, yeah. And this is because we we live Kicking in a court or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and this is because we live in a country where the government has a complete monopoly on force. Um, so it's important. It's important. Elaborate. Uh, the government is the only body in the United States that is allowed to deploy violence. So, uh, the okay. police force are the only um enforcers guess, yeah force that is allowed to threaten you with a gun if someone else threatens you with a gun that is illegal hmm. okay yep we've sort of is like, that unique or or uh different than other cultures i think it's the the like idea of um it's i guess it's y unique as a like well thought out construct mm. like the idea that um america wants to be like america freedom is important the freedom of the people but yep. to allow freedom there's this one thing that you are not allowed to be free on hmm. um that's complicated <laughs> uh like second amendment second amendment i hope that's right right um says that you have the right to bear arms right which is always cited by yeah gun toting um people yep um but yeah i guess threatening is 
It's different than right. just having a gun. Yep. Uh, yep. So, dog whistle. Does dog whistle mean anything to you? Mm, as in a whistle that dogs can hear and not people? So there's a there's a less literal um, interpretation of, of, of dog whistle. Okay. <laughs> which is interesting. So, okay. um, the idea is that there are certain phrases and terminology that can be used in public that... <laughs> that are meant to signal certain things to certain people. certain people. Oh. Which is kind of how a dog whistle works. Okay. Right? You blow the dog whistle. I know any dogs can You hear don't it. want humans to hear it. Well. But the dogs hear it. Yeah. And that's the point. <laughs> You're getting through to the dogs. Yep. They can hear you. They hear the whistle. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So. Yep. Um, so who are you whistling? In the in the aftermath of this terrorist um, incident attack, yep. Um, one of the things Donald Trump said was, um, it, "In this time, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yep. We need law and order. Right. We need to bring Charlottesville back to law and order. Yep. Um, that specific phrase, those three words, law and order." have a history in this country oh. of meaning in recent history of, of meaning um, um, what does it mean? <laughs> uh, basically we should, we should oppress these, black people who are committing all of these crimes. Uh, we need law and order. I we see. need to establish law right. and order. That is like the undertone all that this that. has. Huh. It gets into like the war on drugs from the 90s yep. and like uh, mass incarceration from, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have this character in the White House who doesn't seem to be aware how he's coming off in a lot of ways. Mm. And I just, yeah, it just makes me wonder how much of his messaging is intentional right. from himself versus yep. how much is coming from his um, administration, his advisors, Steve Bannon, all these other characters. Right. Um, huh. Anyway. Dog whistle. I thought it's an interesting... Yeah, I didn't know it was such a loaded term. Yeah. Either dog whistle or law and order. <laughs> law and order. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of things. Yeah. Like that. Um, yep. That are just... There's subtext and yeah, all this kind of thing. Right. To be... On the face of it, it seems like, oh yeah, I want law and order. But right. then it's like, you know, what... <laughs> what does that... Actually... How are people interpreting, interpreting yeah. this? What and... does that actually mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um... And I guess it does come back to this idea of like the um, government being the having a monopoly on force, right? Right. Yeah. It, it, and because um, the government should be made up of people, that's the democracy part of things. Like, mm -hmm. as in we the people, not as in just any old person, right? But like, 
the any people old of the person. <laughs> uh, the um, people of this country need to be represented. Mm-hmm. And that representation should be shown whenever the government is employing the use of force. Right. Even um, the young people. Yeah. Um, I heard an interesting, uh, uh, do you know Penn and Teller? Mm-hmm. Um, the magicians. Magician slash comedian duo. Yep. Yep. Teller is the silent one? Uh, or is it Penn? Um, I think you're right. I think, te- I think, is that a joke maybe? Teller doesn't oh, say yeah, yeah, yeah. anything. Yep. I don't know if that's a joke, but I just thought of that. And anyway. I think it's correct. Penn, I watched a uh, big think. Have you seen this? Yes. Um, interviewing him on his thoughts on libertarianism. Okay. And he said that um, in his mind, uh, because the government does have a monopoly on force, mm-hmm. anything the government does, he can. his idea of libertarianism is that anything the government does should be something that he would be comfortable using a gun to solve. Anything the government does, he sh- is he saying this is the libertarian view? Yes. He's saying in his mind, that is what libertarianism means. Anything the government does, he should be comfortable using a gun to solve. Right. Um, so. Can you give me, yeah, can uh, give an example? So an example is like upholding the law. Yeah. Someone's about to murder someone else. Would he be comfortable with solving that problem by threatening them with a gun? Yes, that makes sense. The government should be in in charge sure. of okay. enforcing the law. Yep. Um, like freeze. Right. Exactly. Point a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't kill that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That seems like a. I'll kill you if you kill that. Yeah. Right. Give a yeah um, ultimatum. But then he, he was saying like uh, taxation. Yep. Uh, any level is um, if you keep avoiding taxes, <laughs> we'll kill you. Uh, eventually, someone will turn up with a gun. <laughs> And make you pay your taxes. Okay. So thinking about it as something that you freely pay is not true. It is There is eventually an employment of force. Right. If you keep not paying your taxes and just refusing to pay your taxes, eventually someone will come and take you to prison. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the gun is confusing me a little bit, but yeah, there's, there's, yeah, force yeah. can be locking you up in, yes. in prison. Okay. Um. So and I thought that was an interesting... Did he have a greater point about... Did he have a editorial on lib- libertarianism and, and saying, like, this is a bad thing that you shouldn't believe because uh, so this he, is the framing that it gives he, you? He thought it was a good thing. He felt that the government okay. should... Um, something he is not comfortable enforcing with a gun is who you should be allowed to marry. Okay. That's ridiculous. Right. Like, why... Like, a gun is not the solution. Hmm. Okay. Got it. Um, so it's a way to 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 um, frame the government that limits it. Yeah, it's sort of um, his barometer of what the government should be responsible for, mm-hmm. and his i you know his overall viewpoint was to make the government as small as possible, um, so that it um, basically doesn't have the space to be corruptible. Okay. Yeah, and and I think you brought this up in. Res- maybe not directly in response, but when I mentioned the war on drugs and like, if you catch someone smoking marijuana in public, right. Should you really pull a gun on them? <laughs> like, is that the correct response right. to that action? Is that worth pursuing? Right. 
Um, right. But he sort of described this as like, this is a, this is a high level ideal practically that doesn't always apply. Right. You know, he still thinks that government should play for schools and roads and things. Hmm. Um, yep. Okay. So, so it's this barometer, but it's kind of like a loose, right. There's like other things that are necessary that should also happen yeah. through the government that shouldn't require. It doesn't. But it's also like um, the things that we kind of all agree should mm-hmm. be handled by the government. It's a very small part of what the, the government actually does. Are you including schools in, in that? Right. Like yeah. the funding for school schooling is a very small part of the budget. Right. Um Ironic, I don't know if this is ironic or not, but a huge part of the budget is defense. Which is something... Which literally includes guns. Right. But is also like, should, would, would I use a gun to defend my country? Like, yeah. Yeah, okay, that seems like right. something that... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't really um, prescribe the, the relative amount of things to budget for, yes. right? Where, because that could be completely out of whack, which I think it is out of whack as right. far as the defense budget goes. It's like more than half, I think, or even more than our total budget, which, yeah, seems off. Yeah. But he did seem um, like mostly frustrated with um, just taxation in general. Hmm. Like, uh, because we're in a situation where money is taken from the poor and given to the rich was his bold statement. Huh. Because um, we have a... America has a taxation system where the only person who can afford to avoid taxes are big corporations. <laughs> yeah. So I, on the face of it, I was going to say, uh, if he and Bernie Sanders were in an argument, they would not see eye to eye. Right. Because well, because Bernie's like for more social programs, which means more taxes in general, right? And yeah, more uh, programs for people that need help. Yes, the fun- but part of his subtext is, um, you know, we need to change the system first, where the rich are benefiting from all of the right most of the tax breaks and all this all this stuff. Uh, the funny thing is in that. Um, while he was talking, he was saying, like, the interesting thing is that, like, Bernie Sanders and whoever the libertarian leader is. Um, Rand Paul. Ra- Rand Paul. Yep. He was like, they have, like, differing opinions on how to solve um, these problems. Yep. But they have the same opinion on, like, mm. um, corporations shouldn't be getting all of these yeah. handouts and... yep. Um, Which is why I think I, when I, when I was watching the, I remember watching the Republican debates and whenever Rand Paul would speak, I would have this moment where I was like, he seems legit in a certain way. Yeah. I don't agree with, you know, some of his major points. Yeah. But he has some ideals that I agree with. Yes. And then, yeah, and then same with Bernie, where I'm like... But that, that's the thing, is like most, like there's like sufficient overlap there. Yeah. That we shouldn't, the choices shouldn't have been... They're not opposites. Yeah. They're, yeah. 
um, Hillary and uh, Trump, who mm. are all for increasing those sorts of things. Hmm. Yeah. So he was <sighs> like, why, why isn't the conversation like, okay, let's do the stuff that everyone agrees on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just change and, the implementation. Yeah. Like every, the implementation should be up in the air a little but bit. Like, but like, yeah, everyone gets to vote on like the thing we, that is messy. And like, right. we don't know the right answer to. Right, right. Instead, we had two options that were just assuming that things would continue as is right. in, in the sense of, yeah, corporate breaks and... Um, anyway, that was a massive tangent. I don't know like <sighs> how it relates to the marching or the protests. Yeah. Um, someone driving a car into a crowd, no matter what the situation is, is like an awful thing to do and... There's no excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I've seen a lot of um, um, outcry that I agree with where it's. Um, so Trump's one of Trump's big, big um, problems, whatever, with Obama was he, he can never say the words um, extremist Islamic terrorism. Like mm. whenever he responds to some big attack or some suicide bombing, he never says the word, those words. Right. He always glosses over it with some like, you know, we're all, I don't know. Uh, this is a horrible thing that yeah. happened, but doesn't like give a name to it. Right. And in Trump's responses to this horrible thing, he said something like, uh, we condemn bigotry and and hate and blah 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 happening on all sides is right. how we ended that statement which yeah. he's getting a lot of Flat crap for yeah. yeah um which i think is completely fair he didn't say anything about white nationalism or um i mean the word bigotry i think was good to say but the ending is mm. not productive or <laughs> Or very definitive or specific. Right. You know, he gave this kind of vague, well, we're all kind of fighting each other and that's bad, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's also like, I didn't know about this monument or who it was or it getting taken down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as an outsider, it seems like such a small thing for someone to lose their life over. Yeah. But then, like, symbols are powerful. Right. Well, they didn't intend to lose their life over it. Right. <laughs> Is it, you know? No, no, I mean... But, yeah. yeah. No one ever does, but... Uh, well... <laughs> right. Going into the service, you know, is a different... Into the yeah. army is a different I guess mindset, true. I guess, where you are prepared to, for that. Yeah. Um, I don't think you should have to be prepared to lose your life to protest or counter protest. Right. But, um, there is another, uh, intricacy here where there's this now, I think already iconic picture photograph of these white men with their torches. Have you seen this? No. So, um, from this oh, wow. protest. Yeah. Um, and they're holding, these torches, which alludes to old KKK yep. 
scenarios. Yep. Sort of um, a Frankenstein scene. Yeah. Villages. Like, like lynching, you know, has all of those right. connotations. And <laughs> as, <laughs> there's like people that, that are sound tor- like, tortures are no longer practical. It, right. Like that. So it's not just a thing that you grab. And <laughs> what I love about the response to this is that a lot of people are making fun of them for using tiki torches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they have citronella. Yep. Like torches that are, you know, $3 at Lowe's. Lowe's. Again, sponsored. Um, <laughs> so that's fun. Spons- that we can like sponsored all of them for that. Our podcast, not sponsoring oh, the yes. protest. Oh, please. <laughs> None of this is true. Like they're not sponsoring <laughs> anyone. Let me just, yeah, specify that. <laughs> so whatever, that's a fun thing. But another result of this photograph that everyone is, is reposting and like cutting every face out of this photograph and saying, um, have you seen this person? Um, do you know who their employer is? They were at a Nazi rally, effectively. Mm. They're like they're literally they're doing the hand right. thing. They're doing the salute, the salute. Um, and so there's this doxing that's happening. Mm. Of uh, one of them, one of these men in this photograph has been identified as a Boston area person. Oh wow! Who may or may not be related to this other. Um, free speech rally thing that's happening i'm not sure that's yeah but he's been completely outed his name his phone numbers his address um which i'm not sure about i don't know how i feel about that um i think yeah (laughs) i i feel conflicted i haven't like given it a bunch of time to think about yeah how I feel about that, but um, part of me feels like the internet age is just that's an inevitable consequence of doing something in public. Yeah, people know that you've is done people that know like you can do yeah. a Google search for someone's name and see some like um, uh, paywalled white pages results of like this person's probably between twenty five and twenty nine and lives in wow Boston and you know like yeah. You can get to this information pretty easily. So, yeah, you feel like this would this would be like a counter to extreme viewpoints. It's like no one wants to have an extreme viewpoint because there's the like the it's an easy mm. way to be bullied. But then like I I don't like the idea of bullying people. But then like if you if you call that um yeah social pressure or like you right. know right sus- yeah. like we just said like free speech it, you can you can cite free speech and right. that's fine but, but if you lose your job that's also yeah fine that's like, not it's an infringing. at will at will employment on either side like you yeah. can yeah you're not infringing infringing someone's free speech by doing that right um exactly if the government comes and locks you up for which uh, actually actually because you're not allowed to, in, you're not allowed to um, incite hatred. Are you? I feel like no. <laughs> me? Uh, definitely not. Particularly me? Yeah, you. <laughs> I can do whatever I want now. Someone's going to come and take you away if you do that. Doesn't seem like a thing, a good right. thing to do. Um, there's also this Google thing. I don't know why we just keep getting in the most testy of subjects, but the Google um, employee that... Oh, um, yeah wrote a memo about how um, 
he thought the diversity program is kind of BS. Yeah. Um, I honestly didn't read it, so I'm getting a lot of... I, I read it. Okay. Um, but I was just going to go for, um, you know, the difference between free speech and losing your job. Like, th- that's a very clear example of... Right. Yeah, he said some stuff, and he lost his job. Yeah. And that's fine. I think he, he, yeah. well, he was, he didn't like the fact that he, what did he say? He was just like expressing his opinion. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. And how can that make you lose your job? <laughs> and it's like, eh, that's yeah. the exact thing that we're talking about, right? Right. I don't know. There was a great um, post from a uh, guy who recently left Google. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, this is the kind of thing I would post internally hmm. um, and wouldn't be able to post publicly because um, I, I'm part of Google. But because I'm not part of Google, I can post this publicly. And so he, mm-hmm. so he listed sort of his reasons for why um, he felt that posting that message was a terrible mistake and led to the consequences that it led to. Did the guy post it publicly? Yeah. Oh, he did. Okay. It wasn't like leaked Mm -mm. to the public. Oh, sorry. The guy who posted the original thing? The guy who got fired? Uh, No, that was posted internally and then got leaked. Okay. But there was um, another gentleman whose name has escaped me, Mm -hmm. who is an ex-Google employee and posted like how he would have handled... The internal post. Okay. With a response. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I <laughs> don't know how I feel about it. Uncomfortable. Yep. If that's not clear on our voices, then you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's some very careful wording and... How's the cocktail? Trying to put... Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Just got upgraded. <laughs> yeah. Like I need this now. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh we should stop. I feel like we've actually gone longer than usual. Oh god. It's um, the three month break. Yeah. There's it a lot w- to cover. Yeah, it won't be as long next time, and hopefully less will have happened. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> um 